This is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Looking for your next great career? You're in the right spot. And now, alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Good morning and welcome to Hired. Yep, this is Hired, the Good Karma Brands Recruitment Show. Great to have you along today. I'm leadership coach at Good Karma Brands, Steve Wexler, and our show is produced at the GKB Home Office Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is the show where we talk about recruitment and culture and opportunity. And yes, we have a focus on our own company this company, Good Karma Brands. Now, on today's show, we are going to meet our Senior Director of Organizational Development. That's a long title, but I can't wait for you to meet Danielle Brandon. Plus, Anna Haig is going to join us, and Anna is our hiring specialist at GKB. She's oftentimes the first point of contact somebody has if they're going to be exploring uh, an opportunity, a career opportunity with GKB. We'll also cover some of the current openings here at the company and get some tips, things to do and things to avoid doing from Anna on how to make a great impression. So thanks for being here. All that is coming up next on Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show, all along the Good Karma Brands radio network. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired, heard every weekend along the Good Karma Brands radio network and i am so pleased next to have on our hired show wait this is a return visit isn't it anna haig oh yeah oh yeah two-timer oh really <laughs> yeah. two-time guest i'm a two-time guest okay so this is number three no, this, this is my second. This is my second. Okay. I'm a two-timer. So yep. you've been renewed. I've been renewed. Thank okay. you for having me back. It's great to have you back. Now, Anna plays a really important role here at Good Karma Brands because you don't really get to be introduced to the team until you've met mm -hmm. Anna mm -hmm. because you are hiring specialist. Specialist. Mm -hmm. So when we're out there talking every weekend about teammates and about culture and about jobs and about opportunities, my first stop somehow is going to intersect with what you do every day. Mm -hmm. Is that right? That is correct. Tell us about what a hiring specialist does. Yeah, absolutely. So I partner with hiring managers across the country, um, and I am responsible for posting the jobs, um, setting up all the interviews with the hiring managers, um, sending out offer letters, doing background checks, everything to do with hiring. I'm doing it all. And then once they become a teammate, I pass along over to training and they take it from there. Okay, so are you typically then the first point of contact? If I'm interested in Good Karma mm -hmm. Brands and I'm intrigued by an opportunity we have, somehow my application or my interest is going to intersect with you. Yep, that's absolutely correct. So I'm going to be the first point of contact um, with setting up that interview um, for you. Uh, whether that's your first interview or your last interview with our CEO, Craig, that's all going through me. Okay, so before we get to some of the openings uh, that we have here at the company currently, so you you must see everything. You see oh. people who come in really impressive, and you're like, oh, my gosh, mm -hmm. this looks like an amazing potential yeah. teammate. I'm also guessing you see some where you go, ooh, mm -hmm. that's a miss. Yeah. Give us Anna's tips on oh. what do I do to impress either you or, or, or look uh, like a solid candidate, yeah. and what should I avoid doing? Uh, I also want to hear some of the ones that... <laughs> That you go, oh, that's just not a very good approach. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think some really big no-nos are don't be late. Ah. It's always good to be early. It doesn't hurt. If you're 30 minutes early, great. Better than being 30 minutes Even late. Even on a Teams video call? Uh, that might be a little excessive, but going into Teams, check the technology 
before you're going. I get a lot of times these candidates are coming to me and saying, sorry, I'm having technology issues. You should have been checking that 15 minutes beforehand or yes. 30 minutes beforehand, making sure that technology is working for you. So if the appointment's you. at 11 o'clock and you're just logging on yeah. and trying to see if your camera's yeah. on and right. you're not on mute, yep. that's not a great first impression. No, no, I don't think so either. And another one is dress to impress. There's no such thing as being like too dressed up. Even in a company that's maybe a little more casual and a little more laid back, your advice is maybe click it up. Uh, yeah, I think definitely for the interview process, a lot of candidates will ask me what to wear, and I say dress to impress. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think some other things to be great at is uh, email etiquette. That's another huge one. Does your eye catch that? Like oh, an email instantly. Like crafted or yeah. has mistakes? Texting lingo. Ah. Mm-mm. THX, just yeah. write out thank you, please. We like that. Where do you stand on emojis? Like, can I put a smiley face? You can. Or? I am an emoji stand. I love using smiley faces. There's other people who don't like using them. So that that's just my personal So even in a, a note saying thank you for the time yeah. or whatever, you're okay with a little bit of that I, personality? I'm okay with it, totally. Okay. But again, other people aren't. But for me, I love it. Okay. <laughs> what else should I do to impress you and others at Good Karma Brands? Do the research on the company. Uh, Number one thing, don't come into it. It only, like a lot of times we get a lot of people, let's say interviewing for WTMJ, they only know about ESPN. That's great, but you're going to be interviewing for WTMJ. Mm. So that's just know some, something about know it. Know something about it, right? Know the, the hosts on the show. Like Do your, do your good in-depth research about it and come with questions at the end. Always to come yeah. with questions. Even if they've answered most of them, think of just a general question for the hiring manager. What do they like about GKB? Why have they decided to stay here? Questions I love that like that. piece of advice because uh, oftentimes I'll find that at that point where you go, so what are you curious about mm -hmm. you're hoping that the person actually has some genuine curiosity right. absolutely about the company about the job mm -hmm. maybe about their manager mm -hmm. about uh, there, there ought to be something that is uh top of mind right? yeah yeah absolutely yeah always ask questions it's cool. a big one all right let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> what we're currently looking for now that we all know how to get our attention <laughs> and by the way anna haig is our guest on hire today the hiring specialist here at good karma brands so what do you want to highlight on today's show Anna? yeah absolutely we have a lot of roles open right now i want to say 15 or 16 oh, really? okay. so so we're still actively hiring here at gkb so we have a lot of sales roles open we have a marketing consultant in at ESPN Cleveland. We have a digital marketing consultant um, located here in Milwaukee. We also have two new markets, which is amazing, in Seattle and Phoenix. Yeah, we talked about these, I think, a couple weeks ago yeah. on the show. This is a, a new frontier for Good Karma Yep, brand. absolutely. So you'll be pioneering those offices in those two locations. We also have an MC in Milwaukee for WTMJ. And then we also have a digital strategy and operations manager that can be located in either Seattle or L.A. So when you talk about marketing consultants, mm -hmm. which is uh, you know our name for... Yeah. A salesperson, yeah. and most people are familiar with sales. Yep. Um, what uh, differentiates a good karma brand sales candidate uh, who will be successful versus uh, maybe a fine sales candidate that might be successful elsewhere? Yeah, absolutely. Be open to learning GKB's way. We have a unique way of selling, unique way of our terms. As you can see, we call them marketing consultants. So just being able to learn and have an open mind during it as well is something super important. And we can find out more about all of these positions mm -hmm. at www.goodkarmabrands.com slash careers. That's the way to find out more about all of these positions. Mm -hmm. Anna, before we go, sometimes um, we'll find a candidate who on paper mm -hmm. has all the requisite mm -hmm. experience. Mm -hmm. I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. I've seen this. All right. Um, but we talked earlier about the and versus the or. How do we determine whether you might have the skill sets, but 
you know, the cultural piece, the core values piece, mm-hmm. the good karma piece, it's a, sometimes harder to mm-hmm. figure that part out until mm-hmm. you've been with somebody for right. a, a period of time. Absolutely. Um, what are your thoughts on how to make sure that we've got kind of both sides of that equation represented? Yeah, absolutely. I definitely think you have to stand out in the interview process. I mean, we're hiring someone essentially off of four or five interviews. So you really have to make yourself stand out in the interview process with all those things I said you need to do, like um, do your research on the company, come with those really interesting questions for them, I think is a big way to stand out and be that and. And that also helps us right mm-hmm. in the recruitment because mm-hmm. it may be two candidates on paper, the yeah. resume uh-huh. may be very similar. Yeah. But boy, that Anna had interesting questions. She yep. seemed like she knew something about the company. Mm-hmm. She had done her research on the station. Yeah. That probably gives you a head up on maybe yeah. another candidate. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree there. Awesome. Anna, thank you for sharing your expertise. Thank you, X. With uh, all of our fans across the country. And also, thank you for all the uh, great work that you do on behalf uh, of the company. Because um, I know that mm-hmm. our folks across the country mm-hmm. appreciate all the work that you do to make sure that we have quality people coming mm-hmm. in and we keep building that great uh, GKB culture. Thank you, Wax. I appreciate it. Great to see you. Anna Haig, our hiring specialist, if you're interested in our company, um, it is very likely that you will cross paths Mm -hmm. either by email or Mm -hmm. phone or Teams or Zoom or some way. All the all the options. Smoke signals yeah. on, the, uh, on the horizon uh, with Anna Haig, who represents us uh, in such a, a terrific way. More of Hired is coming up right here on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. You're listening to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brands Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands radio network. We're here every weekend on the Good Karma Brands stations talking about GKB, talking about culture and business and recruitment. And today, how cool to have in our studio and on the air uh, our Senior Director of Organizational Development, Danielle Brandon. Hey, Wex. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. You bet. How are you, Danielle? I'm doing really well. Are you good? Yes, I'm great. So... I am so. I have so many questions for Danielle. We only have a little bit of time, but I've got so many questions. And the first one is organizational development. So if you're around business at all, you've heard the term, maybe you know there's a department, maybe there's somebody working on all that. In terms that um, we can all sort of align with and understand, what is organizational development and why has it become such a key piece of today's business world? It's a great question. It's incredibly relevant. The economy and the world has thrown us a number of curveballs and organizational development is essentially a three-legged stool and it consists of people, process, and technology. People, process, and technology. Okay. And in the three-legged stool concept, the stool can't be productive or useful if it's missing one of those legs. And so with people, process, and technology, organizational development strives to bring harmony to those three things. And then at the same time, it keeps the lane incredibly wide. And I really appreciate that both professionally and personally, because when you're steering an organization or you're trying to influence an organization, you get all three major pillars of it in people, process and technology. Now, do all companies have some kind of intentional effort around organizational development in your experience? Or do you think some just don't really think much about it? Or does it happen by accident? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a good question, Wex. 
organizational development for some can feel like it is a soft topic. And because it's difficult to actually pinpoint an ROI at times on it, they can consider it as, as extra. Some organizations that are probably more progressive have understood that organizational development allows organizations to make the boat go faster. And it's done in a way of investing in teammates, a deliberate act of investing in them above and beyond the traditional role-based or functional training. It really takes into account the entire ecosystem of things. And then inside of it is a really significant change management portion. So in my travels, I have found that this piece is often neglected. And more and more, we're seeing professionals in the change management and the organizational um, change management space. And I believe that people are actually starting to understand the investment, the return on investment that comes from making this a focus area. So you're suggesting there really is a link between the work that that we do around organizational development and the actual hard results, the numbers that are going to come out at the end of the period. Yeah, I completely believe that is the case. Because OD is so wide, uh, it allows for process improvement. It gives us the ability to look at people, process, and technology through the lens of quality and understanding what that actually means to the organization. It helps with cost savings, cost avoidance. It helps us maximize tools that we've purchased and may not be fully utilizing. It also uh, endeavors to make sure that the right teammates on the team are doing what it is that they truly do best. And it gives us the ability to um, either focus that or broaden it based on a teammates' capabilities. Well, and if we do all those things, I would think then those results we were all very uh, sensitive to should be the natural result then of all of that work. Yeah, ultimately, at the end of the day, what we end up with is an optimized business. So business optimization, I believe, is a derivative of a well-running OD team. We are talking with Senior Director of Organizational Development, Danielle Brandon, on Hired. Okay, now, Danielle Brandon, how did GKB find you? Or how did you find GKB? How did your life intersect with this company? It's actually kind of a cute story. I would have to say, I'd have to blame it. I'd have to pin it on the universe. The universe. The universe. Okay. I don't have a large social media footprint. And my sister-in-law, um, who happened to be following Good Karma Brands on Instagram, screenshotted me a post because, of course, she can't share it with me over the app because I don't have the app. And um, she said, this sounds and feels like you. And I went to their website, which uh, Anna Haig shared with you, um, goodkarmabrands.com. And I fell in love with a website. And then I got lucky enough to meet its people. What in the website, if you recall, like what words or emotions or uh, feelings sort of came out of the website to get you intrigued? Yeah, it was absolutely our core values. Uh, Most organizations have what we would call core competencies um, or core values. And oftentimes they are neatly framed and uh, hung on walls and very much forgotten about. And our six core values, they were kind of the grit that probably speaks a little bit to how I was raised and where in the world um, I came from and where my travels have taken me. So they sort of spoke to you personally? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And they also felt doable. They, They weren't so lofty that the humans 
couldn't do them. They were actionable. And I felt that I could demonstrate them and thought, how charming would it be that I'd be surrounded by other people that also demonstrated them. Um, and you were doing what when you were having this uh, exploration with Good Karma Brands? You were professionally doing other work at that time. Yes, I was actually working in um, insurance and I was working as a change management practitioner in the insurance space. And um, while we know how crucial insurance is for so many, um, I I needed more of the people side of it. Okay. Um, it was very heavy in systems and process, which I equally enjoy, um, but I belong with the humans. You wanted to be around people and all that comes with the people as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you came to the company and, and kind of presented yourself and said, here I am, I have this wealth of experience and, and knowledge, put me in? No, no, actually, um, I I live about an hour north of Milwaukee, and I was invited downtown um, to interview with Good Karma Brands, and I was as nervous as I'd ever been. Were you really? Absolutely. You don't strike me as an easily nervous person. I typically am, I'm typically not, yeah. but I think that maybe speaks to just how badly I wanted it. Oh. Um, I was incredibly nervous, and then I had the opportunity to meet with Emily Dillinger, Kelly Gable, Alex Depius, who I would learn to grow and love. Okay. A um, number of our teammates here at Good Karma Brands, including a couple of our senior managers as well. And I, I made my way downtown, and I paid for parking. I learned how to work the parking meter. And Well, I think that's it. Once you know that, I think you're in. I think uh, is how that works. Yeah, and I uh, fumbled my way through the building, and I think probably, and I don't know that it was a differentiator, but most people were probably presenting PowerPoint slides for their presentation round, and I brought in a foam core board that I had my PowerPoint presentation essentially mocked up on, and carrying that foam core board through windy downtown Milwaukee, yeah. I'm I'm sure I looked a little bit silly, but um, they uh, entertained what I had to say and what I had to show, and. I'm very thankful for the people in the room that day. Yeah, that's amazing. So you actually had all that angst about here I am, like presenting myself in this new place, in this new city, um, even though you have all that wealth of professional uh, experience. Yeah, I I've been in organizations for decades plus and uh, heavy corporate cultures and black tie affairs, right. working with a lot of dry clean only people. Yes. And I, despite all of those things, testing your metal somewhere else and really wanting to make an impact was very important to me. And I heard Anna talk earlier about our culture and understanding the terms that we use and why they're so important. It reinforces how the company's been designed. And I'd seen that on the website and after, you know, talking to Kelly and Emily and Alex, yeah, I was nervous because I was in a place where I wanted to work really hard for these people. I instantly knew that I didn't want to disappoint these teammates. And whether it's self-imposed or real, I still feel that way to this day, is there is a, a, a deliberate and concerted sense of wanting to win for them. Okay, so that level of commitment that you're describing, um, is that you, is that Danielle, or is that a company, whether it's Good Karma Brands or another company that somebody might be associated with? I, I think, Looking at my Gallup strengths, it would probably tell you that it's part of my DNA, 
But the way that GKB allows you and invites you rather in to put your capabilities to work, it's the difference. Lots of organizations are great big machines and your ability to influence or change the direction of the machine is incredibly difficult. At GKB, every single teammate has the opportunity and the platform mm. to help navigate and help guide the machine. Describe the ideal teammate at Good Karma Brands, go. Relationships, foundational. Um, everyone you need, you're either gonna need them present day or you're gonna need them in the future, so make sure you're bringing them with you. The best leaders do what? The best leaders fully understand that their scorecard is the measure of their teammates. The teammates that uh, report to them and work with them, your scorecard is their career satisfaction and their vigor around what it is we're trying to do. You run organizational development for this growing company. How do you know when it's successful? Repeat customers. We don't use the word customer here at GKB. We would say a repeat teammate. At the end of the day, you know, kind of ask yourself who would stand in your line and ultimately align out the door of teammates, either curious, wanting to grow, wanting to learn, being curious. Um, that is the best compliment and the best sign of success. Danielle, thank you. We will have more of Hired coming right up right here on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network. This is Hired. The GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand's Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Welcome back to Hired along the Good Karma Brands Radio Network and a special edition of our show for our listeners in southeastern Wisconsin. And Daphne, I'm kind of impressed because, you know, from time to time we have guests, right? Right, yes. On our show. Of course, yeah, yeah. And our guest today on Hired not only was on our show, I don't know, I think last year? I think so, yeah, yeah. At the She's end of coming back. I know, a returning guest. Do you she know what that means? Us. Well. Oh, you don't think I should go that far? <laughs> Let's not go. Let's just make the assumption. She probably likes she us, doesn't like yeah. Well, we are thrilled to welcome back to Hired, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager, correct? Correct. Okay, yeah. at City here in Milwaukee. And Isel, we are actually thrilled to have you join us once again. Yeah. I'm super happy to be here again. Great. You know, kind of fun. Oh, okay, great. You know, I am, uh, yeah, she came back a second time, um, but we want to hear about City Year. Tell us about City Year. Yeah, so City Year is an educational nonprofit organization that is focused on serving students and youth in our community. Um, essentially, it is in 29 different states, so we're nationwide, mm -hmm. um, serving students in under-resourced schools to make sure that they, you know, can ultimately reach their full potential. Oh, okay. So this wow. is not just a Milwaukee concern, even though yeah. that's obviously where your focus is. Yes. Um, and so tell us a little bit about how it works. So when you say helping students fulfill their potential, um, how does that happen at City Year? Yeah, so we recruit core members that are 17 to 25 to be mentors and tutors in Milwaukee Public Schools specifically um, for about 10 months or so. So it is a short-term program with an everlasting impact on our students. Mm -hmm. And so it can be seen as like a gap year program. So any folks, you know, who are transitioning out of school that may not know what that next step is, that's where City Year comes in. And so we provide training for two weeks um, before they step into schools where they serve third through ninth graders and just serve as that extra support where the teacher may not have the capacity to fill, pulling them out for tutoring sessions, pushing in in the classroom, answering questions, assisting them, um, after school activities, things of that nature. That sounds great. How long have you been at City Year? It is going to be my second year 
Maybe it's my third. I don't know if it's my second or third <laughs> in December. I started December of 2021. So. Right. Well, and Daphne, so. I'm glad she asked because we really should, and that's my fault for not starting with you, right? <laughs> right. It's okay. How, I was going to dig into that. <laughs> and your journey to a company that obviously, or an organization that has a real mission and a real purpose, how did they find you or you find them? Yeah, so I actually did a similar service program my senior year of college at UWM, and it was called Public Allies. And so very similar um, service organization that is also AmeriCorps. Um, and then after I graduated, I was like, well, I still want to make an impact in the community. And I had heard about City Year through the grapevine, and I started off as an impact manager. So I managed my own team of core members that I now am recruiting. So. Then I just transitioned into this role because I feel like more people should know about City Year. And mm. I hadn't only heard about it because I was in a similar organization. And so now I go around the city doing things like this, sharing City Year and sharing the opportunity for young people who have no idea about it. Well, we're glad we get to play uh, a role in helping you uh, publicize uh, the mission a little bit. Daphne and I talk on this show quite a bit, not just about recruitment, which we'll get to in a moment, but also you know, business culture and what it's like to work in different places. How would you describe the culture, the business culture, the vibe, if you will, at City Year? Yeah, the vibe is so authentic but unique and just like, eclectic if you will you know it's there's a variety of different people we want people who come from all different backgrounds have all different identities because ultimately like those are the students that we serve and we want them to be able to see themselves in our mentors in our tutors and we pride ourselves in our dbie work um and just really just like bringing all different types of people together for the same mission which is ultimately just to give to our students and let them know that they can feel you know, safe or secure with the people that are in their schools that they can resonate with that represent them. This is Hired along the GKB radio network. And our guest today, Isel Nicholson, Community Partnerships Manager at City Year Milwaukee. So you told us a little bit about your experience with City Year, um, told us some about the business culture. So I'm going to jump into like those open opportunities that you have at, at City Year. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So right now we are currently hiring for our mid-year position. And mid-year just means starting a little bit later than the folks who have already started in the summertime. And so that position starts October 16th, but the application closes September 15th. And essentially what that looks like is it's a full-time job. So it's Monday through Friday serving our students. Oftentimes um, you start the school day with our students and end after they leave school. Um, but it is up until about May, um, again, 17 to 25. It is given with a um, 1100 biweekly stipend. And at the end of your service, upon completion of service, you're given the Siegel Education Award, which is $4,826.50. And that is just for that mid-year position. Um, but, you know, free bus pass access to free dental and health insurance, wow. um, as well as a two-week winter break, um, nine days of time planned off, and so many more benefits. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. It sounds like a fairly uh, robust uh, compensation and benefits uh, package. 
what kind of people would you expect to apply? Who would be the ideal kinds of people that you're looking for as you cast the net yeah. uh, across southeastern Wisconsin and perhaps uh, elsewhere? What are we looking for here, Isel? Yes, so we're always looking for 17 to 25-year-olds, and particularly that age range because those are the folks who have recently come out of school, so they have a more better understanding of what school is still like for students. And so that's the age range, but also folks who want to spend a year of their life doing something meaningful. I know everyone can get a job anywhere else, but you know, making an impact on those students, giving back to the community, people who are going to get up and commit to the work every day, and folks who just, just really just want to make an impact on Milwaukee. And so if someone does want to make an impact on Milwaukee, wants to really give back um, in, in that time frame, is there any additional training that you would provide? Maybe they may not have all of the skills that you're looking for. How can, how can you kind of like, you know, close that gap on education and, 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 and training? Yeah, definitely. And so actually right now our core members are 50% high school graduates and then the other 50% some college or have graduated from college. So now this is probably like one of the most diverse groups that we have as far as education goes and so there are no educational requirements other than you having that high school diploma or GED oh. equivalent and for the first two to three weeks of service our core members are trained we have externals come from the community um, people are in our own organization that have taken so much time to prepare and get all the information even from national resources um, to provide to our core members to make sure that they're prepared before they go into school so I, I love that. So some training for people who are, are, are ready to take on this important role, right? Um, giving back to the community. Um, so if someone's interested, like what additional kind of like growth and advancement could a position like this help them, you know, bridge to? Or yeah. To? Um, so throughout the year, we have different what we call LACI opportunities, which is life after city year. So say that again, life after City, city year, year. Okay. yes Lacey. so right. yeah lacy okay. and so that's just to make sure that because this is like a stepping stone for that next step that we're not just leaving our core members hanging we're connecting them with other organizations in the community giving them opportunities to check out different colleges in the um, community or throughout the state and we even share you know we have hundreds of partnerships across the country as far as scholarships go for folks that do want to take on higher education. And we have a fair at the end of the year um, where all of our community partners come and you can see different opportunities to make sure that you have something lined up right afterwards. So a question about uh, applicants. No, so I assume if I'm an applicant, um, I don't think I'm in the age range that you suggested. <laughs> just that. slightly outside. I just missed, yeah. just a bit outside. Um, but somebody comes in and they're, they're they're interested and they've gone through whatever application process. Are they going to be interviewed by you, by a group of people? What's the process at City Year for me to get noticed, to become famous, and ultimately hopefully get uh, chosen? <laughs> Yeah, and so since City Year is a national organization, there are a lot of different moving pieces. So initially, you'd meet someone like myself or one of our local recruiters, and we'd have a one-on-one. -on -one. We'd give you all the in-depth information on City Year, and then eventually you're going to fill out that application. And then someone from our national recruitment team would reach out to you, schedule a phone interview, um, and then additionally, you'd have one more interview, which could be from another person that sits in Kansas City, for example. Mm. Um, so that's why, like, that's when we start to build up those concrete skills where you're checking your email, you know, answering the phone, even if you don't know who it is, just saying, hey, this is so-and-so, um, and then f moving on um, 
because there are so many different moving pieces, but definitely just making sure that we're all communicating and keeping up to, with that, which are one of the leadership you know, qualities and opportunities that we provide at City Year. Okay. Sounds great. How can we learn more? Yeah, so you can always go to cityyear.org or City Year Milwaukee, and then you can check out and see what all the different opportunities, the different benefits, things of that nature that come with City Year. Um, you could also always call our office downtown in Milwaukee. We're located right off the river. Um, but you can also always find my information on our website as well. Which is cityyear.org? Yes. Okay. So or City Year Milwaukee. City Year Milwaukee. As well. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. I, I think I found you that way when I yeah. was uh, uh, doing some research. Um, so before we wrap up, this is your opportunity, Isel. Give our audience who might be interested in applying or they might know someone in their family who might be interested, what advice do you have, somebody who's been in the organization now for, I don't know, it's either two or three. Or, <laughs> right. I'm not sure, right? <laughs> I'm not sure we ever determined that. Um, what is your personal advice to someone who's hearing your message today, learning about the organization? What would you like them to know about City Year and about perhaps getting involved? Yeah, I always like to tell young people that there's absolutely no shame in not knowing what your next step is. Whether that's graduating from high school or college or taking some classes, there's never too many options for you to be able to have for your next step. You know, I've talked to some people who are like, nope, I know what I'm doing, I'm going to school. And I'm like, okay, no problem. And then a few weeks later, they call me like, hey, you know, I'm really glad we had that conversation because things changed. And there's no problem with that. And everyone in City Year, especially our core members, are all in the same boat and still figuring out what those next steps are while doing something super meaningful and impactful. Boy, I love that advice, Stephanie. I, I do. I love that. Some of us are still trying to figure out what we want to be when we <laughs> grow up, right? right? Yeah, we're working with him. We're coaching him. So, yeah, Can you repeat well. the website again? I just want to make sure that people got that. I'm... Yeah, definitely. So you can go to www.cityyear.org slash Milwaukee. Perfect. Perfect. Well, great information, great work you're doing. Yeah. And I also I kind of love the bonus advice, which is you don't have to know you every don't. step of the way in your Absolutely. career, yeah. which is, by the way, something we should probably tackle on a episode. Really, yeah. Huh? And being open to opportunities, right? Yeah, so I love change. that, too. Yeah. And then I love that. And then change. We talk about change, too. So maybe someone knows, but then ah, things change. And then they know that they can come back to you. So thank you so much, Isa. So great Thank to see you, you again. Yes, so yes, should we yes. schedule this for next year? Right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. Put it on my awesome. Well, always good to see you. And thank you again for thank everything you. that you're doing. We'll be right back with more Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee. From the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Welcome back to Hired, the GKB Recruitment Show. Alongside Good Karma Brand Senior Director of Human Resources, Daphne Ursu, here's your host, Steve Wexler. Remember, go to www.goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers to learn more about GKB and all of our current career opportunities. Big thank you to Danielle Brandon, Senior Director of Organizational Development, and Anna Haig, hiring specialist here at Good Karma Brands. For our studio producer, Christopher Larson, I'm Steve Wexler. Learn more about my work as leadership coach at wexl.net. And, of course, find all of our career opportunities at goodkarmabrands.com forward slash careers. Talk to you again next weekend. Thank you for joining us for Hired on the Good Karma Brands Radio Network.